Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Emily, and we are the Conscious Collaboration. What up, Lisa? What up, Emily? How you doing? Good to see you. I love the red glow around you. Pretty darn good right now. And I'm really happy to say that we've got a uh, completion to our trifecta today with a special guest who I feel like will be here with us on far more than just a guest basis. But her name is Leah White. Hey, Thank you for having me. I feel honored. We're so happy to have you. (laughs) We are. And um, we were having trouble even narrowing down like her title, her introduction, because she does so many things um, and she's already become such a um, vital part to what we're doing with my business here at the studio and with Iron Yogi Fitness. Um, but she has, uh, you know, had experience surpassing mine um, in the yoga industry, in the fitness industry, um, and uh, in in marketing and business as well. So she's she's a woman who wears many hats. We've yeah. known each other on social media for a handful of years now, really since I started um, doing yoga, and. Uh, we so what attracted, you guys, what attracted you guys to connect on social media? Booty yoga. Booty yoga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It did. It really, it, it made a lot of connections. Um, a lot of, I mean, some of my best friends like who are doing amazing things and um, they should all be podcast guests someday. Yeah. Well, just explain to everybody exactly like explain what is booty yoga? Well, without being an advertisement for a particular okay. format or anything like that, it, it, it's a particular <laughs> yoga format um, okay. that really had developed kind of a group like dynamic lifestyle around it. Um, and uh had a lot of avenues to create connections mm-hmm. within its trainings and for sure Facebook presence and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, you know, the person who started it definitely had an app for like understanding the digital realm and mm-hmm. understanding business in the digital realm and how to feed it with your, like you're, you're essentially attracting the same soul tribe members. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I can say like, I it was really to, ahead of the game on a lot oh, of this stuff. Sure. <clears throat> you could go to yeah. any city and you will have somebody that like, you know, and like truly connect with on, yeah. you know, like a soul level. A lot of good came of it um, for sure. We've, you know, a lot of us have since kind of like, gone separate ways and, and, uh, evolved and things like that. But yeah, that was definitely a cool foundational 
connection um, that that ended up bringing us together so many years later. And it's like, oh my God, you're a real person. Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, she just sort of like naturally integrated into what we were already doing here at the studio and, um, you know, has been able to pick up on like, um, where I may be deficient, deficient, maybe a little dramatic of a word, but, you know, picking up in areas where I'm lacking and, um, really being able to identify things that can move these businesses, my businesses forward, um, in a way that I wasn't able to do and see necessarily by myself. So. I love that. (laughs) It kind of just worked out that way. Yeah. Leia, do you feel that you have an attraction to, um, certain businesses or it seems like, or is it just Emily's business? <laughs> Did you walk in and you saw like opportunity? Um, I mean, I definitely love the barbell, but I've done this before. Like after mm-hmm. I sold star seat, the, the actual brick and mortar studios, like I've helped other people who have owned businesses. She it, had three yoga studios. Yeah. In, uh, in Michigan. Yeah. And then it Successful. was just like, it was right before COVID. And then I think like COVID, I kind of just adapted and went online with the teacher trainings because that was all I could really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we could have done yoga online, but it was just like, I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of went toward the teacher training route. And then there was brick and mortar still surviving in Michigan because everything shut down. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually working with a franchise. So that's how I learned like the ins and outs of the business of it. But the so it's different because it's not a movement that was started by the movement. Mm-hmm. Like booty would be considered a movement and then also a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This one was just sort of like, okay, we know these fitness modalities work. We're going to put them in the same house and then like put it under infrared lights. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it had its, yeah, like that definitely uh, I taught me how to expand away mm-hmm. from just one location. So you combined your experiences that were really very diverse um, and boiled it down into something that was more aligned with what you love. Yes. I think I just adapted because I knew I wasn't going to do brick and mortars anymore. It's a lot. Like when you have kids and then like you want to have like your own life, you know, it's it's only one piece of the puzzle, but it takes your full, you've got to drive it forward. I just, I saw what you were doing here and it's like, how are you? I didn't, I didn't know. I knew you had your child, but it was like, you know, we kind of like lose touch if it's only online, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm, sure. So then it's like, gosh, you're driving this whole thing forward. Like, how are you doing that by yourself? It's just a lot. Pure magic and dumb luck. Right? <laughs> magic and yeah, dumb I luck. Mean, I mean, just, I, you, you can never do it all, but that, that to me is like more valuable than anything when somebody can see a you know a vision that you're trying to create um without you having to pitch it or explain you know of course you know like explain things and give you details but like without really having to pitch or explain it yeah love it and your experience like is so valuable in it's sort of just you've like already done and melded like a, a mind piece of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like that. No I like how like <laughs> you guys had that instant connection and recognition 
um, yes. that started yeah. from an online, like a, a place where a lot of people don't find a lot of trust and true inspiration. Um, I mean, I think we, we have all experienced that, but there is a great resistance to building relationships through places like Instagram and other social media places. Um, and I had the great honor of attending one of your teacher trainings, um, um, when you first came to the studio. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's right. You were, oh my gosh. Yeah. I was on the struggle bus, but I was there. I showed up. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I just like to get out there and see what I can do, but I was so impressed by your movement and your, and your patience and, um, really like the connection with every person there. I saw that you brought in like a good amount of, um, of people that were really, you know, just kind of, um, I feel like you have like a, a good connection to your tribe is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And came from all over to find you at the studio. Yeah. Truly a conscious collaboration. Yeah. It was. I, I think it's like, because I was born before the internet. Like kind of Gen X almost, you know. Almost. I mean? Yeah, we're on that cusp. We're cuspy. Like <laughs> not having that, I think it's really mm-hmm. helpful because it's like you kind of understand how to build a relationship outside of that. I yeah. feel like eventually right. I know everything is going toward AI and stuff. Mm-hmm. But well, it's good to be able to use both sides of things like yeah we're we're young enough to use the technology and to learn it and adapt to it quickly but old enough to remember how how to like use the fucking dewey decimal system (laughs) maybe they still do that i don't know (laughs) yeah um so when you were talking about um the journey as like a an entrepreneur and um you know getting to learn through franchises and then through your teacher courses and then meeting Emily and seeing like how is she creating this empire and being a mom and running all these component components Emily remember I was playing around on LinkedIn the other day and I came across that quote that was um it's from Justin Welsh and he says my biggest motivation as a solopreneur is never having this lifestyle taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were doing a little talking in our pre-chat about, you know, how so many people, whether it be in business or in life, they get to this moment that mm-hmm. is just, um, you know, we call it the tower moment, right? They get to this moment and, um, you know, it's, it's that moment that is like testing whether or not you're in it for the long haul. Like it might even be easier just to throw in the towel. Um, but, um, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about this tower moment concept in a way that. So, you know, we like to reference tarot, I got a tarot reader on YouTube that I fancy <laughs> and I quote him a lot. And, um, and uh, our, uh, my friend and colleague, Amy gave me an awesome tarot reading yesterday, but what we were talking about what we're referring to with this tower moment is a card in the tarot called the tower card. Um, it's the major arcana. It represents it's, a, it's, a, it can be a scary looking card. On a lot of decks, you know, this burning tower, this dramatic scene. Sometimes people are people flying, like, <laughs> flying out and screaming, and and just this horrible dramatic. Um, it's a tower falling down, 
or burning. And, um, but the deeper meaning is that it is the destruction of something that was not built on a solid foundation to begin with because it has to be destroyed in order to make room for what is good, what is meant to be, what is coming next. And, you know, it's one of those things like if, if something needs to change and you're not taking the action or you're not seeing what needs to be seen in order to make this change, like the universe will make it happen one way or another. And it's not, it's often not pretty at the time at all. It's very uncomfortable. It can be beyond uncomfortable. It can be sad or, or, you know, just up, uprooting. Um, It changes everything, but, but the purpose of it is necessary. It's to clear what is no longer serving you, the greater good, its purpose to make room for something built on a solid foundation. Mm, yeah. Um, so we have moments in like all of all aspects of life, certainly business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I was just doing like a little quick Google on the concept of tower moment too, because you know, we do speak a lot of it with whom we hang out with as we're talking about tower and like big change moments. And that comes up a lot in the life of an entrepreneur when you have those big changes and and even just in our lives, um, as we're experiencing a shift in one area, they're going to happen in others. Um, but towers are also symbolical of linking heaven and earth. You know, it's like that mm-hmm. ladder. It is that it feels um, very, I mean, it, it's made out of stone. Oftentimes it feels very safe and secure and you can really get up very high. Um, mm-hmm. but also skinny, tall structures are also easy to tumble down. Mm-hmm. They're unstable. Right. And so like, especially as you're talking about, like if the foundation isn't where it needs to be, um, you know, and things are skipped or maybe structurally are not sound um it's easy to burn down or to to break down and um and it, that can be very scary like change is scary mm-hmm. um but what what are some of the lessons of tower moment and um i think it's interesting too emily because we were talking about Josue about change and time and that's come up in the past couple episodes um the concept mm-hmm. of of um you know, really just that like crashing, like that crashing down and overwhelm feeling that we can have around time or what we believe to be permanent isn't always, um, it can feel very defeating and it can really rock us to our core, you know, mentally, mm-hmm. physically, so on and so forth. But let's well, talk about like, doing, right? like sometimes yeah. you got to be rocked to your core. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about like tower moments and how they manifest um, in our lives and in our experiences and what that may mean, um, you know, to help relate to listeners as they are facing um, these moments. Um, we also learned through the Taoist perspective um, and talking to Josue about how these changes in our whole entire bodies, um, Chinese um, 
you know, medicine teaches us in, in males that on a, on a whole level, they completely change over in what, seven years? And then oh, in yeah. women, seven years and eight years for women. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I found that really interesting. So, I mean, it's kind of like, what does that teach us, you know, um, in terms of tower moments and changes significantly? Right. Well, I mean, I think it adds to the like beauty of the symbolism of it. You know, you you have to burn it down to regenerate a whole new being. It's so hard. I mean, that sounds so dramatic and it is dramatic, but it can be applied on like micro levels. Mm-hmm. Micro levels, <laughs> micro yeah. levels, like micro levels, brick by brick, you're building this tower over years and years, mm-hmm. you know, seven or eight years or cycles of time. And then boom, it, it's exploded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that since I've lived here, I think it's the sunlight, but it's like my husband and I always look at each other and we're like, we can't believe that we live here. Like mm-hmm. this was a decision that we made together and we did it together mm-hmm. at a low point, you know, one of mm-hmm. the tower moment, low point. And it's like last night I said to him that like, sometimes you go through those moments and you don't know what's on the other side. You don't right. know how good it's going to be. And I'm like, we have sun 360 days out of the year. Like that's a pretty good deal. That's like, a pretty good deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was going to be this sweet. And it's like, I feel like it's proportional. Now that I've gone through a couple of cycles, it's like the lowest of the low points are mm. equal to the highest of the high points. Like the you, darkest comes you just before the dawn. Yeah. yeah. But like you don't know what it's going to be. You don't even know how yeah. good it could get. Or like sometimes you might think like what you're in is like, God, this is the worst ever. Like business can't get any worse than what I've been through. Well, maybe it could, but you know, you feel it and it feels like it's never going to end. It's like those sweet moments, like right when they're about to fall and hit the earth, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a, a feeling of serenity. And I felt that for the first time being here, like, because it'll be a year for us too. We moved in July of last year. So we're coming up on a year oh, that wow. went by so fast. Right. Where did you right. move from? Detroit. Oh, wow. We were pretty rooted in Detroit yeah but we COVID COVID was a huge international tower moment it and, was and it then everybody everything. had like you know levels of tower moments with <laughs> within that and it did it changed everything but there's a lot you know that could be argued from systemically like all the way down to you know a personal level that it created room to just redefine the way we do things and mm-hmm. in, in what could be a very positive way. Yeah. If you utilized it that way. Well, it will definitely be because of Pluto and Aquarius. If you're mm-hmm. into that, it basically means like end of the Kali Yuga. That's what Pluto is about is the, is the destruction of the, the good destruction. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think this is one of them where it's like, you know, it is humbling to not be, it's like for, I always tell you, like, I'm so glad that I'm not in your position to <laughs> like be pushing so many different brands forward. It's a lot to do by yourself. Like, I'm actually very surprised that you're doing it. I'm not surprised. Maybe that's not the right word, but it's like, how, mm-hmm. how are you, 
how were you doing that? And so now that I'm sort of in it I've, a little bit, I've more, been I've been given a lot of helpful people. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly it. But I feel like that philosophy it's helpful because it's like that's how we're going to build the new the new earth, you know, the five D yeah. way yeah. of like. I'm, it's not in the cards for me. Well, I shouldn't say that, but it's like I needed somebody who has more of a a structurally sound way of looking at things, mm. like that the discipline is there, that you've put in the work. I think barbell is a very good way to translate. Grounding. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's mm-hmm. very grounding. Mm-hmm. I've been around a lot of divine feminine, you know, mm-hmm. like what you were talking about. Yeah. This in the yogi world, it gets, yeah. Artists, <laughs> artists. And that that archetype of the starving mm-hmm. artist is going to change. Mm-hmm. Like that's not something that's even relevant anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because those who are really doing artists the work. Artists are engineers. Exactly. And you're really, you structurally engineered your body to completely change. And you can find art within all sciences too. I always felt that way about nursing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it wait, you have an art degree art. and a nursing degree? Yeah, right. How did you get about <laughs> I blacked out. I don't know. I guess I'm older than I. (laughs) But no, that's that's like an amazing hybrid. I just put two and two together. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so yeah. (laughs) You guys, I love what you just said there. Like all of it. Thank you so much for for sharing that first of all. And yeah, like I, what I've known too, like, and I think you might see in Emily is her like deep devotion. Um, so like these brands, they kind of developed on their own, um, as I've known and witnessed her, it was like effortlessly coming together. And then she made a a conscious decision and we feng shuied her space together. We activated the helpful people area Mm -hmm. of her studio space. And it's like a magnet, like people will just walk up, like I'll be there. People will just show up to the door and like, ta-da, like I'm here. And like, it's like, it's part of the evolutionary process. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think like Emily plants like the seeds and they just kind of cultivate and grow in terms of like her brand. So it's kind of like a little life on its own. Um. That's my, that's so been my thing that like the directions of the space, you, you mm-hmm. attuned into the directions of the space. So, um, so in feng shui, we're able to align and attune people energy with the space energy and then a goal or like a, a desire vision, whatever, however you want to phrase it. And, and Working with this space energetically, um, being able to activate it, like I say, is, um, you know, we're talking a lot about um, clearing out space and making room um, and then activating is bringing light or some directional source of chi to it. Um, making sure it can flow and circulate. Another one. Yeah. Girl, I noticed that the first time when yeah. Emily was in the ancient Chinese disco ball. <laughs> yeah, we have disco balls in space and um, crystals in certain spots. And okay. it's really just like, it's like a magnet for opportunities. <laughs> and I love that. Not disco ball. So I don't know if I've told this story on a on an episode or not, but a little side story about the because a lot of feng shui also is not the object itself that you're adding to the space but the intention that you put behind the object and so my dear friend um jeff evans who since passed away 
actually came and hung that disco ball for me. He um, just hit me up one day. He was like, hey, I'm, I'm around, you know, your way. Do you need anything? He was a gifted, like, um, construction and contracting person. And I was like, I right, yeah, come hang this disco ball, you know, <laughs> in my uh, abundance corner. So, um, so Jeff, Jeff hung that disco ball for me, um, since passed, but at that golden hour, at that certain time, yeah, because of the direction of the building, it's like, you know, at golden, basically when it it hits and it makes the whole room look like crystal and it's so perfect because his personality was like that. Like he, he, he would light up the room. (laughs) Like a disco ball personality. I like that to be a new like version of the Myers Brig. (laughs) Do you identify with the disco ball? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that, that disco ball, it um, reflects and um, shines light in certain areas, activating it. And Emily's ability to create these conscious collaborations um, is really just kind of like magnetized to the space. I don't so, do anything. I just, I just, yeah, just here and, and do your thing, in, you know, or are introduced to me. But it's your personality. It's, Remember, it's, I was telling you that the other day. I'm like, it's your personality that brings yeah. these different people in here. It's great. Thank yeah. You. It's, it's, you know, it's all the things together. It's like, it's the personal work I do on, on myself. So. It's the collaborations I do with other, like, I can't, you know, I have a key group of people who like, it's, it's, we all, we have a village, like mm-hmm. everybody has their village who can, who can identify those like deficiencies and, you know, and I'm ready yeah. for people in pla- in places too, right? And and fill in yeah. where where you are deficient, and it makes it's great because when you all have this, you know, collective goals, there's multiple collective goals, you know, with our individual businesses being within them, but then all those pieces come together, and like all the goals move forward better. Yeah, they all work um, towards a greater purpose, and I think what Leia is saying too, like this age that we're entering, you know, a lot of people, they might not be aware of um, the astrology like we are, but the the movement of Pluto is, and what we've been hearing a lot about is this time of revolution. You know, it's a big shakeup of times. Things are not going to be done in the same way to reach success. And, um, you know, through conscious collaborations and your helpful people and your tribes, like that's how you're going to be successful and be able to um, like those artists movements, those collective movements together are what's going to make the significant changes and stand up against the conglomerations of like. And it's, it's a rebuild on the other side of tower moments. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red Light Therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa Red Light Therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15 that's c o l l a b 
for a discount on your device. Yeah. I mean, I, Emily, I know you're focusing on like Leia being able to focus in on like the opportunities and the spaces that need support, but she's also really able to recognize the things that make you successful and so different and unique, which is like really important to have in a collaboration is that honest, like trusting um, communication that's, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you need people around you that aren't going to tell you what your dreams are and where you want to go is impossible because they've tried it before and it doesn't work that way. You need Mm -hmm. people around you who are like, okay, I see what you're, I see this, what you're saying, let's go there. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's start building those bridges and making those connections and, um, you know, do this together. So I think it's going to be interesting in the coming months to see how your collaboration um, comes together and what it creates, because it it feels really strong. Um, You guys already have such a good connection. So I think this is exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when things are um, <laughs> divinely ordered, you just sort of feel that you're like, okay, yeah, aligned. Got, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, let's go. It's just odd because I spent a year and a half like strength training with the natural bodybuilder that I was telling you about in mm-hmm, Michigan, mm-hmm. and you know, and then he taught me everything I knew. And mm-hmm. it's like, I couldn't find a place that had both. Bar- I thought you were in Louisiana for the longest time. For yeah. Time. Well, I, <laughs> so weird. it's one of those things I make it a big part of my birth. He has that vibe. <laughs> I mean, actually, um, Leia, I don't know if you know this, but like the block, the studio is on is like a Louisiana, uh, like kind of branded. Well, block. They've done, they've done, I don't know if you can say branded, but they've done, um, They've done a Mardi Gras block party here since oh. before the studio existed. That was one of the things when I started, when I found this place and I started looking at the neighborhood, that was like one of the first things that came up. I was like, okay. This, like, You're my right around the lake. And, um, but you'll see too, if you travel around the neighborhood, you'll see a lot of architectural insight. Um, yeah, from, yeah. There's um, definitely, I say it's like a kind of a hybrid of like Key West and New Orleans. For sure. But some of the funky little just bungalows and stuff like that are very reminiscent of what you'd see in a neighborhood around. Yeah. The yeah. the um, architecture in terms of like the balconies and the doors and the gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, even Dr. Miriam's home in your neighborhood is so um, New Orleans. Like <laughs> that's such a vibe there. Um, so yeah, it like gives you that connection. That's a good indication that you're home. And I know, Lay, you were talking about like your sense of feeling at home too. Yes. Yeah. It's all vibration for me. That's what I'm learning by being here. <laughs> I mean, you know, people people say what they say, but allegedly there is like a, a vortex. Oh, or yeah. A portal, like the Round Lake. Um, for sure. Round Lake. Yeah. Like dating back to Native. I don't know. Yeah, that's the legend. It's the um, there, there's some energy around here. Oh, that's, 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 that's a good place. Yeah, you'll see a lot of people gather out there. They spend times picnicking or they're drawn there to rest or study or to do their work, meeting calls and whatever. It's a good place um, to just just kind of be. You know, you were talking to a lot, Leah, about like, you know, not really being engaged that much in social media and really finding that gift in the presence of just being and, and stillness. 
Um, do you have any places that you like to go to or to, to meditate or what like environmental? Oh, here in St. Pete. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is like near Anna Maria. I love Anna Maria. First of all, I'm just so drawn to that area. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it's just the sand or whatever, but there's like, I took a wrong turn somewhere one day and it's like, what did you take? It was on my birthday. It was on my 39th birthday. And I was like, I was trying to get to the the island and it led me to these like mounds. And that's where I took Lacey, the gal from LA. There was actually like five other gals that were supposed to be here. But anyway, we went out to those mounds and it was like so peaceful. Like Mm -hmm. there's some areas where it's like, okay, you kind of feel the energy and it's not, Mm -hmm. not a happy energy, but that one felt so blissful. It felt like Mm -hmm. very peaceful. I can't even explain it. So I just got a new client out in that area and she told me a story about, um, about it as well. Santa Maria Island in that area, um, Sarasota, that the soil has a rich quartz content. Yeah. 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 They have the, the the Appalachians. Yeah. clear quartz um, or white sand, quartz sand on Siesta Key. And it doesn't get hot no, because I love it's, it there. it's pure quartz. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? Like, yeah. It anyway, is. so now everybody knows our secret destinations and where we would know. Well, they're already <laughs> yeah, <it's, it's>, <laughs> <laughs> She said, though, that it's Atlantis. Like, this is an, a, a remnant of Atlantis. This doctor that, his name's Dr. Narco Longo. And he, he has a bookstore here in Florida and he's like very well known. Okay. The girl, I've been going to rabbit hole. He says Anna Maria is Atlantis, Florida. He says all of Flo- this side of Florida where mm. we're at. He says St. Petersburg. Well, Pinellas. we are thinking. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. He, he actually explains like mm-hmm. this whole thing of why he believes that. Well, there's like caves underneath, underneath yep. the earth. Yes. And that it's the, the devil's den and stuff here, right? I, I gotta yeah. check that out. Yeah. I want to go there so bad. But anyways, he says it's a remnant of Atlantis. It's the beginning of <laughs> the Garden of Eden. This oh, man wow. in Tarpon okay. Springs. Girl, actually. That this- Greek food, it, it must be what heaven is like. <laughs> <laughs> Real. So bad. like that. It's so But get this, though. <laughs> the emblem is a fleur-de-lis. Yeah. Yes, on this big this yeah. this stone that's the entrance to Garden of Eden, yeah. and then the guy. Well, the lily has like so many representations. Really? See, I don't know anything about that. I've only seen of, like, fertility, abundance, rebirth, birth and rebirth, life. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it's like everything. Yeah, the womb. Like, is that why the, the like <laughs> the lily is is? Yeah, yeah that is wow, lily. Oh. Okay. That's interesting. You know, I just made a connection to the Florida Lee. I know you have like a thing with the Florida Lee. Did we you started know talking about that. Yeah, because it's it's all over the place at my studio. It's, it's, it's all over know, the place. It's part of your like insignia. I'm surprised. It's in my logo. It's tattooed on my body. Twice. Yeah, it's everywhere. Um, so yeah, the album like, is really designed. Okay. So that's part to incorporate into, I mean, definitely the branding, but Emily, did you know that I had a fashion line, um, about 10 years ago that was called so Lily? No. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> sure didn't. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's life, it's abundance. It's, um, yeah, there's a lot of meaning behind 
fertility in the womb, but like for t- mm-hmm. abundance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ideas. New, birthing of new ideas. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild. All the, the connections when you think about it, like, um, I know we kind of like, we're, we're kind of going down a rabbit hole. Like you said, Leia, you know, I think all with the <laughs> they make the connections and then we can't stop. <laughs> can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's wild. It's, but I do feel that in all of our stories that we're telling, you know, about following our path and like following the signs and the synchronicities is leading to, even when we get to that tower moment, you know, it's instilling a greater confidence that. Because, you know, okay. So let's talk, about, let's, let's talk about what, because people know that listen to us that we do, that you do an eating reading before um, we talk and we often refer back to it. So we we picked up on the on the tower moment in the easy progress card ironically but it actually kind of looks like a tower card it's got fire in the sky or below mm-hmm. um it's kind of a a a night a pretty tower mm-hmm. but the card following it was humility mm-hmm. and so we looked at this as like okay how how do you approach these towers because you can you can just fall into the drama of a tower moment and just sort of lose yourself in it and not redeem that good outcome, that fresh foundation, you know, on the other side of it, if you essentially choose to stay in the muck. But if so, you take this idea of humility mm-hmm. and become an observer of the tower moment instead of a participant. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you reap the benefits of what's on the other side of it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, I, I liked when you were talking about and looking at the card of easy progress um, and the artwork on it. And you were mentioning like the imagery of like fire in the sky. Mm-hmm. Well, that can also be like fireworks. Um, Mm -hmm. But being an observer and attached from the drama and really just seeing like the beauty in it. Because it can feel like that. I mean, you can apply this to business. You can apply this to personal life. But when when you're in the middle of these big uprooting changes, it can feel like everything... you know because everything is everything's tumbling like it can just feel like you're losing everything yeah yeah it's like you kind of have to get out of the way of caught up in it it's easy to want to participate in the fire that's kind of what we were talking about too it's easy to want to like get up in it and and throw your own fight fire with fire (laughs) kind of thing and you end up really just wasting your own energy and not being able to, again, reap the, like, if you look at the bigger picture, look at the long game and be like, okay, this doesn't feel good, but let me step back. What is this for? Mm-hmm. What is this for? Why? Yeah. And you know, find that humility. Don't get caught up in, you know, if it's a personal issue, you know, back and forth and, and, and 
taking other people down and revenge and things like that. Um, and if it's a work issue, I mean, how many towers do you encounter in business? Well, in like, entrepreneurship, like I'm, we were talking about every that. day. Like, like, <laughs> people quit when they quit is because they can't see a way to uh, the other side. They get caught up in it and they're just sort of like, ah, you know, that, that you just drown mm-hmm. or give up. Yeah. But if you can take a step back, look at the long game, look at the why. Why is this happening? Why am I being redirected? Because it's used, you know, it's it's a change from what you had anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that happens. I mean, in big levels, like philosophical levels, that happens in entrepreneurship and day to day, like mundane levels within a, a career. That change shows up. I was thinking about, like, even in doing my design work, there's times when things won't happen on the right timeline or like something shows up and it's a completely not what I was expecting, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it ends up being like perfect. Um, you know, and we have options from that point, like Mm -hmm. to me, you know what I mean? We have options. We have options to get involved and resist and fight it and not go with the flow at all. Or we can find that if you find that place of humility, I saw like peace in that card too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the humility card, you mean mm-hmm. this one? Yeah. That's you know, it's, and we were talking about this one right here. <laughs> we were talking about the, the symbology, the sim- symbolic um, nature of like seeing that well, we see like there's the pyramid. a pyramid within it and a like a rose or like we were talking about the lily and like the idea of creation and blooming. It's kind of seen in that too, um, kind of third eye imagery. Mm-hmm. So having that higher perspective um, is is valuable. We were talking a lot about that with, with Dr. Miriam in the inner, um, you know, the inner and outer game of business. Mm-hmm. And it's all our perspective. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, but it's more than just our business. It's also our, our lives. Um, and without having the right people around you, you can really get stuck under the rubble of things that feel very heavy. Yeah. You can get caught up in it, caught up in the drama mm-hmm. where you can step aside <laughs> and just watch it and <laughs> read mm-hmm. And look for the lessons, look for what is on the other yeah. side. Yeah. I mean, how many of us, how many of us on the, on the podcast, our guests and us have, have shared those moments of when we've had that realization, that piece of this isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. Mm-hmm. Everybody had that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully <laughs> when you're able mm-hmm. to be like, okay, that happened for me so yep. that you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. Yep. Leah, would you I'm say like, like, I mean, I just like, I've experienced it in a couple different ways. Like I've yeah. seen leaders, I've worked for leaders who are not very humble and they are very self-righteous in what they're doing. So even if there was a tower moment, mm. they would pretty much keep 
saying to the team, like, we're going to keep doing this. Mm. Like, we have to be strong. We're going to keep doing this. And, like, kind of like these reinforcements. They try to the- keep the burning tower from falling. Yes. Like, with yeah. more fire. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, you know, I think the more, like, maybe divine feminine, or I don't know if there's a category mm. for it, but a new way of looking at it is, like, from a very patient and humble place. Like, humility for me is, like, sometimes not having to psych yourself into feeling or, like, doing a project a certain way. It could just not be aligned or whatever. You know, when I apply mm-hmm. it to business, it's, like, very – it's a lot easier than, like, in your interpersonal relationships. Like, I would definitely say the way we do one thing is the way it'll translate into other things. And, like, that's one thing I've learned from business is, like – powering through sometimes is just it's very exhausting it can be Mm -hmm. even more draining the humility is a lot if we could employ more of that yeah (laughs) things could be a lot more peaceful yeah yeah I mean that that humility I know the more productive at the end of the day yeah yeah it was it was in the translation so the very ancient translation was even speaking about the importance and humility of bringing laughter or like self um yeah laughing at ourselves in the face of, um, you know, a tower moment, for example, is a strength, you know, to be able to connect back to our humility. And, and so I to love be- that. I love that. I felt so validated, like having that be a part of humility, like bring humor into it, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's acceptable. You don't, yeah, it's like, it keeps everything lighter. Yeah, it really does. It's just like, it doesn't like, it almost doesn't matter the situation. Like, I, you know, that was that was one thing that I garnered from my time in the ICUs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they say that that ICU people in particular have a have a really dark sense of humor. But it's like we understand the darkest parts of life and death, and that it is a part of life, and that and like humor is the only way to get through it. Like sometimes you just have to laugh at a really fucked up situation. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it brings a lightness to a head. You can't, you can't achieve things in heaviness. Mm -hmm. Being very intentional about things. It's hard to do when you're in a state of panic and clinging and Mm -hmm. control you. It's when, you know, we all believe it's very important to be very well-intentioned in our actions. And if you're in a place of lack or fear or clinging or like, let's go back in the tower and start trying to put the blocks back on it, everybody. (laughs) Um, It's, um, you know, it's almost impossible to, to build it. I mean, the, the foundation is crap. So to try and rebuild it from a broken place is, is futile. Um, yeah, I, I really like this practice. Like, I'm so glad that we do this as a part of our podcast, but, um, you know, really, I think the great, you know, sessions that we have with people and we're going to have to start recording them because our pre-session was pure gold. Um, but in, in reading, you know, the, the Ching in this way, it allows our egos, um, you know, a place to separate and just really Mm. we're able Mm -hmm. to intuitively tap in with something that we might not be able to otherwise piece together. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, and it's strange because I'm, this is a modern translation, but it's very ancient. So like being able to laugh at ourselves is a very ancient (laughs) and noble wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that. 
they're crazy, like old as shit doesn't mean that they're right. <laughs> never laugh. serious all the time. Yeah. Right. And you think like when you read ancient texts, you know, um, you're you just picture, I just picture very stuffy people or like reading the Bible. Right, and, right. You know, I picture everyone like always oh, very stuffy and noble, but they were probably laughing their butts <laughs> off at like, what is this? <laughs> what is this that we're coming up on? Is that is that dude really walking on water? Like what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they were all you know, laughing all the time with the creation of towns and um, all of this stuff. Like, is this even gonna, is this glue gonna work? Like, <laughs> that guy wants us to build a pyramid? That's <laughs> Do you guys know any yeah. giants? <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I bet you they were back then, didn't they? I mean, that's the rumor. But I would like to think so because I don't know how they built those pyramids. I don't know. I mean, I've never been out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any other way. But and I mean, they probably were the best um, comedians around. Yeah. (laughs) And that's how they got through their tower moments. And then they were like, this pyramid fell down. And (laughs) now we have to start over. And that took us a thousand years. Good job, guys. <laughs> you know, that was a good day. That was become an episode of Drunken History. <laughs> oh, that's my dream. Yes. <laughs> I know. We should we should do that. Maybe we can have people come on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think like in total, would you agree that tower moments they're gonna happen? And we're going to have to face some major shakeup and changes, but um, that's a humor and people um, and helpful people around us to to help us get through that other side of the turmoil is the secret. Hey, I think you summed it up rather nicely, Lisa. Yeah. Leia, any any uh, words of wisdom from your yogi perspective? <laughs> Teaching, sitting in, in like half lotus right now. Too much. I was absorbing it all. <laughs> I was absorbing it all in. You know, it's like I'm not, I don't have wisdom all the time. I laugh at myself a lot. I think that's a lot of where it comes from. You're just good looking yeah. wide. You're over there looking wide. <laughs> I know. I do want to like we say that all the time. We're like we're so dumb. We're or what do we say? We're so we're, smart. We're dumb. Um, but in both, we're so smart. We're wait. We're sm- so smart. We're dumb. Exactly. We're so dumb. We're geniuses. <laughs> Find your genius. And that's how we came up with that entire. Episode. Yeah. It's true. We wouldn't have these um, conversations without being able to go to those places. <laughs> I like to have this conversation with you guys too while you're in the red light. Um, is this enhancing your um, ability to think and talk about these concepts sitting in the red light today? Probably. I mean, along with making me run faster, jump higher, yeah, swim better i don't know <laughs> no it does it does do yeah, all the like things it. i call it my healthcare hot sauce because mm-hmm. it i put that shit on everything sleep yeah. mood inflammation pain um 
cellular repair at a deep level. Yeah. It's fun to work out. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. lifting with the red light on. It's really nice to just work, uh, turn it on like, like on a gloomy day. Cause in this space, the windows really take on the outside environment, which is cool, but also kind of helps to mitigate like seasonal affective vibes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. Everybody should have one, I think. Like that's a Yeah. Those three. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you say we continue this deep and wild conversation um inside of the conscious collaboration collective on Facebook? I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Let's do it. We can keep on going down this rabbit hole. Definitely an Alice in Wonderland theme today, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hope. We're all mad here. I hope that everyone um, found some um, insights and perhaps some humor in today's, um, in today's discussion with Leia. We love having her here. She is definitely, um, I feel very at home with Leia here. And um, yeah, and if you get a chance to, or if you feel a connection delay and you want to reach out to her, we will include her contact information in the description. So look for that there. And you can also um, look for her in our group and we will connect you as well. And, and happy one year anniversary to the Conscious oh Collaboration Podcast. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's that time. I blacked out. Oh gosh. Yeah. Happy anniversary to us. But yeah. Cue the confetti cans. And- <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Yay. So thanks everyone for your support. We're so happy that you found us and um, we love hearing from you. So be sure to come by and say hi and bring your energy and collaborate with us. And we will, um, I think that's it for now, but we'll connect with you and see you again in five minutes. Talk to y'all in five. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.